0: Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio, Heal, Empower, and Awaken, with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. This is Cindy Lindsay Rial, and you're listening to Soul Talk. From every destruction, there can be a new creation. But times of destruction don't guarantee that that next creation will be a higher one. We have to do that. But how? You know, so many different spiritual leaders see this time of pandemic or world destruction as a time to let go of our old personal patterns and of old world patterns that no longer serve us and attain higher states of consciousness. And one of my favorites of these is an elder from the Andes that I've given you a YouTube link to listen to her message. But Sri Kaleshwar also gave predictions of these times. And so today we're going to be speaking from that tradition. But certainly we're all experiencing some kind of destruction in these trying times, whether it's loss of a loved one, lost health, lost jobs and careers, lost income, lost freedom, and many more. And this, I believe, is the hardest part of envisioning a time of destruction as a creation possibility. Because letting go is hard to do. But letting go, non-attachment, to what is leaving is the first step to new creation. Creation, maintenance, and destruction are cycles of all things in form, In the tradition I learned from Sri Kaleshwar, this is known as Data Kriya, the actions of Daitatria. Daitatria is the combined energies and forms of Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, the maintainer, and Shiva, the destroyer. And all of manifest form goes through these cycles of Data, creation, maintenance, and destruction, birth life, death, and rebirth into another cycle of life. It is sort of the auto-mechanism of the creation for renewal, rebirth, and change. So how do we ride these cycles to a higher creation after destruction? First, we have to understand that destruction is a necessary part of these cycles of change. As unwanted as it may be, destruction of old patterns is what allows for new beginnings. So we have to surrender to that Data Kriya. We have to learn about its cycles and see how it is bringing us the things that need to change, either by through destruction itself, or by bringing it up to us, making apparent to us those old structures that don't serve us anymore. Now, destruction can even feel quite noble. You know, if we see ourselves as giving up old blocks, releasing negative emotions, releasing old negative behavioral patterns, we can see this as a good and positive act when we need to ask ourselves in these times of destruction, what aspects of our own inner selves and of the world could really use some release? How about that anger, the fear, the hurt, the unworthiness, the greed, the violence? And when we have our answers, we need to work within ourselves to release these old negative influences and their roots in us. Now, a very powerful mantra process for releasing blocks that can be can be found in the chapter 2 of the book The Real Life and Teachings of Jesus Christ by Sri Kaleshwar. And that's available by, on Amazon. And I highly recommend that mantra to look at these old negative influences in us and release them. But okay, I hear you thinking, well, you know, Cindy, that's all well and good. But how is losing my loved one, or my job that I loved, or my money that I need to survive, how is that such a noble release? Well, though giving up our negative patterns requires facing ourselves fearlessly and with love, giving up what we love requires some added faith, In the process faith that what's been taken can have a positive meaning faith that these are divine cycles for our growth and for the growth of humankind faith in our own connection with god to help us through and faith in ourselves to become greater somehow from this loss So let me give you an example of that. A number of years ago, a long-term client of mine lost her daughter to suicide. Now, of course, my client was completely devastated and in unimaginable grief. She was also confused and wondering what she could have done or what she missed. She had no way to make sense of why her daughter had committed suicide. It felt like a profound and senseless loss that she was now helpless to stop. But this client of mine had always very fearlessly faced her own inner journey as a purification and a learning. So that's how she approached it. And we worked on those feelings in her. We also did ceremony to make sure that her daughter was not caught as a negative spirit or stuck in the creation from suicide. My client was thorough open-hearted, hard-working in her inner exploration. But it just wasn't quite enough. She needed faith. So we started her in a daily process to just tell her daughter whatever she needed to say or ask. She had her own spiritual process and we combined it with that. After a short time, my client began to have signs in nature, dreams and visions of her daughter. And over time, they found a way to communicate in those dreams, signs, and inner visions. These experiences built my client's faith in the inner peace in her daughter that was growing after death and the existence of life after life. You know, my client was so empowered by this that her natural curiosity took over and she began to interview others about having had contact with their loved ones after they'd died. She found some interesting trends and commonalities and some amazing, heart-touching stories. She wrote it all down and collected them into a book and several years after her daughter's death, the book was published by Hay House. To promote the book, she began doing workshops. I attended one. It was amazing, heartwarming, transformative, deeply touching to all those who came. And I could see my client now as a healer for others and what she had found in her own tragedy. My client now has a new life. At a time in her life when she thought she was long retired and not expecting to do anything new, she became an author, a workshop leader, and a healer. We've chatted several times about this new meaning for her life and for the death of her daughter. And as she said, there was just no predicting where this would take her. She just followed her heart and found herself in a new meaning of life, a meaning. That is helping scores of others to find meaning from destruction and death in their lives. And I've placed a link to her book on Amazon for you in case you're interested. So, destruction or misfortune do not guarantee that the new creation will be higher. No really new creation can come without a change of consciousness. The consciousness that created the old way has to give way to a new possibility. We have to seek and hold high states of consciousness to fuel a truly new creation. As Einstein said, the world as we've created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. We have to change our consciousness to change ourselves. And we have to embody and become that new consciousness to change the world. Faith itself is one of those high states of consciousness. But there are a few others we can also use. And they were left as a divine pathway to enlightenment, the four flames, by a Detatria incarnation known as Shirdi Sai Baba. They are satya, dharma, shanti, and prema. Each of these is a practice in our own lives, but they are also the divine states of consciousness of God. As Sri Kaleshwar said, If you don't have a hook like that in your life, then the destroying starts. You hypnotize yourself. You're not good enough. You're not the right person. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a crazy guy. I'm an addicted guy. I'm not clever. I'm an idiot. How to avoid that hurt? That's why Datta Kriya always says, Satya Dharma Shanti Prema. Satya Truth. Dharma Duty. Shanti Peace. Prema. Love. So let's talk about this satya dharma, shanti prema. Satya is wisdom, a kind of eternal truth. It's not my personal truth. And it's not the truth or facts and lies that seems to be in extremely profound confusion these days. It's the truth that's known through the Brahma consciousness and the connection to the infinite. It's the kind of truth that's found in the ancient teachings and in silent meditation. It's the truth of God that comes out of the great silence that created all things. Dharma is duty or right action. It can be the actions that come from high states of consciousness, like actions from love, clarity, charity, forgiveness, and compassion. It can also be one's life work of right action, in doing good with non-attachment to outcome Or reward. Shanti is peace. It is the inner peace in our actions and thoughts. It's the peace of the silence. It's the peace in us that allows us to receive and respond in peace, no matter what comes to us in the illusion. And finally, prema. Prema is love. Now, not romantic love, but the divine love that is God. You know, they say God is love. Well, they're right. But are we that love? Even though we are pieces of God, are we filled with an experience of love? The illusion is created by forces of repulsion and separation so that... It separates out of the great oneness into the many. Prema, or love, is a power that helps us transcend that duality and illusion and pull back together with God. As the Yogananda said, love is the divine power of attraction in creation that harmonizes, unites, binds together. It is opposed by the forces of repulsion, The attractive forces of love counteract cosmic repulsion to harmonize all creation and ultimately draw it back to God. Therefore, prema is an overarching consciousness and embodiment of love which binds us back to the oneness of God. From that state we can be love in all our actions and reactions even within this illusion full of repulsion and separation. By embodying these divine states, we can find our way back to the oneness of God and the Divine Mother's womb. And it is from that oneness before creation that all creation came. So when we approach this oneness through these states, we can find the place before and beyond the old patterns. We can find in the silence of that oneness the possibilities of all creation and recreation. And these are the hooks we need to pull ourselves up from destruction to a higher creation. Shri Kaleshwar in 2011 also gave a wonderful yantra and mantra process that propels the attainment of these high states of consciousness called the new Kala Chakra. This yantra shows mantras of satya, dharma, shanti and prema and reaching the mother's womb. This yantra also illustrates that through the practice of these mantras, you can learn to bring peace and love to the friction and destruction points of our lives. By doing that, we gain non-attachment and inspiration with respect to the experiences of the illusion. And this ultimately leads us to Brahmananda, or bliss. If you're interested in that teaching, you can look at the original transcripts of Sri Kaleshwar's teachings from Shiva Ratri, 2011, or you can write me, Cindy at org, to find how to get that teaching. But before that teaching, Sri Kaleshwar often spoke about these states of consciousness, and his suggestion was to catch just one of these and embody it. He said, look, once, if you're open, your heart for truth, Satya, Dharma, Shanti, Prema, it will be with you. It will support you. It will bring you to the Almighty. First, catch either one. Be truthful, Satya, or be a fair judge, Dharma, or be Shanti, whatever the anger, whatever the blocks, be quiet and calm, or be accepting whatever it is to be a loving person, Prima, First take one of these in your hand and practice that. The remaining things automatically will come to you. And let me give a good example of that too. A friend and client of mine who's a beautiful loving person, she had a difficult but loving marriage with a man who passed away when their children were young adults. And a few years later, she married again. However, that marriage had its own difficulties, and they ended up divorcing. During her divorce, she came to me to work through how to meet her divorce with love. Even though there was a lot of animosity on both sides, she really got it. She really understood that if she wanted to have a relationship of love in the next new creation, that she needed to enter this destruction of divorce from a high divine state of love. And she worked hard at it, using each experience of the divorce to find her way back to love and loving response. She also did rituals and practices from her own tradition to grow the divine love in her and connect with the divine. She watched herself and noticed what threw her out of that love. She dug into those friction points in her as they became apparent through the friction that was occurring in the divorce. Her goal was to become a person of love. And I have to say, she did this marvelously. And to be clear, she was not trying to manifest a new love relationship nor a new partner. She was focused wholly on being love within herself and with her God. However, after making it through that divorce, with more love than I have to say I've ever seen anybody achieve under such circumstances, a new love relationship did come. And they've been together for three, maybe four plus years now, happy, playful, and loving. It's the kind of new relationship for both of them. A new life from grabbing and being prema, divine love. And everything did indeed follow this, as Sri Kleshwar said. But we too can have a new life after pandemic, loss and isolation. We can create a higher existence out of this destruction. I believe that. We are the only ones who can choose that. And we have to do the work to achieve it. We have to look at ourselves, release our blocks, have faith to let go of what is taken, and work to attain at least one of the higher states of consciousness that draws us to a unity with God and Mother Divine. And from that high state of consciousness, we connect to the place of all creation and possibilities. From that... All else will come. We are the hope for a higher outcome here. This is our chance to combine with God and Mother Divine to create a higher state of our own souls and for humanity. The time is now. The work is eternal. The reward is grace. And it's in our hands. What will we choose? This is Cindy Lindsay-Royal for Divine Lineage. You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken. With your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Namaste.